Hey, Will, how come you hate Andy, man? Dad without a dad production. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca. And you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And if you want to be kind enough, support this podcast. Yeah, you can support the podcast by go and watch my YouTube channel. All you got to do is just say Jose de la Roca to the Google thing and you'll see my channel. Go watch my videos, subscribe so Google could know that people are watching. And maybe one day I could have another uh, source of uh, income through YouTube because I just made a big purchase. I had to buy a Mac and that was a lot of money that uh, let's just say I had to finance it. So go support this podcast by watching dumb YouTube videos made by me. And today it's a great day because Will is back. Not because Andy's not here, but it's because Will is here. Will. How are you? I mean, everybody wanted to hear your voice again. So I said, you know what, Andy? We're going to replace you this week again. (laughs) And we're going to have Will with his microphone ready. Actual proper microphone sorted out this time. Yeah, sorry about that last time. Um, Andy, I don't hate you. I love you. I wish you were here. But, you know, I'm here now and you're not. So there. Um, Yeah, uh, it's cool to be back. Uh, even though it was so, it was only last week we were speaking. I know. Well, the reason Andy's not here is because he's not feeling well. So we just want to yeah. wish him uh, well. And I'm pretty sure he was just—he's been busy, like crazy yeah, busy. Exactly. And then yeah, yeah. I'm pretty Sounds sure like that he just—I yeah. don't know, like uh, I don't know if this happens to you guys because you guys are—I'm pretty sure you guys have better health insurance over there, and you guys have normal, steady jobs. Like, I haven't had health insurance in a long time. And it was always the thing that I couldn't get sick ever again because I was poor. And, you know, um, getting sick was only for rich people or white people, <laughs> they used to call it. <laughs> Just being honest. And then... Yeah, yeah no, I understand. Like, yeah. Uh, so I had always that mentality. And I used to work all the time, like, nonstop. I never had vacations. And I remember, like, if I ever had, a, like, a week off, I would get sick. So it was one of those things that did my body realize that, hey, this is the great time for you to get sick. So, you know, you need to get sick once in a while. Probably. So it's yeah, like you're probably running on adrenaline. And like Andy's just uh, launched a game. Right. Uh, and I know from my own experience now of launching the game last month, like, yeah, you really do run high on the adrenaline and it keeps you going. And then. Yeah. As soon as it stops, you kind of crash a bit, you know, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Andy's ill just because of just general yeah exhaustion um and then obviously the kids are going back to school now um and the weather's changing to be colder so yeah it all kind of comes together and september is the time yeah i I wouldn't be surprised so i hope andy you take it easy um chill out a bit spend the time with your family where you can and uh yeah get well soon and we'll be ready for you next time but the best is that tiny and the dancer is back (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) 
my wife was like, "Am I tiny? Is your Jose tiny? Who's t- what's tiny? Are you are you tiny? Like, are you a tiny man?" Um, <laughs> well, I am tiny. I mean, for people who listens in uh, in America, I'm five two, and I'm literally five two. I think I'm like shrinking, so I'm probably five one now. And uh, but uh, since you're the genius, what's five one in in the UK? Uh, five one in the UK is five one. Because we also use that system. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's why we have you here to lecture me about your UK. Uh, and I'm six four, so I don't know what that is Holy in the shit. US. That's tall. But, uh, That's tall in the USA. That's basketball tall. You're six what, four. Really? Wow. You're six four. Yeah. Get the fuck out. You want me to stand up? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Even if you're in the UK, she's. Wow. I want to know what that is in feet and meters. Well, what isn't is that, that like two meters? Uh, it's like 194, 196 or something like that. Um, yeah. Wow. So who would have thought that a 6'4 German guy, you know, will turn out to be such a girl? Hey, <laughs> you know, I think it maybe is so secure in my masculinity that... <laughs> I've got nothing to prove. You know, it's like with the uh, little dog syndrome. You know how the chihuahuas and the little dogs are the ones which are the most noisy. Yeah, but then you get the closer to, to them. They're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas the big dogs are the big, you know, nice From, fluffy things. Yeah, chi- I, I call them hot dogs. And I'll, every time a stupid chihuahua or a little dog wants to, like, starts barking at me, I always tell them, hey, I'll put you between two buns and eat you. I'll put you... <laughs> And I start chasing them because I know they're always like, <laughs> and once you get closer to them, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all mouth, all bite. Uh, all no, but the reason bite. I was calling you a girl is because we had a chit chat about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you forget what we were going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a chit, uh, Will and I had a chit chat about two days ago, and we were talking about how uh, we are kind of similar and not in height or looks because Will doesn't look anything like me. And we just found out that this guy is 6'4 and I'm 5'1. Uh, I'm, wow, 6'4. Anyways, but we had this like talk how I don't know if it was because we didn't have dads growing up, but we have this we're not your typical male and we actually partnered up with two not typical females, which is the funniest thing because like, um, you know, to have that between you and I, which we didn't know each other before. We didn't know anything about mm-hmm. each other before sure. to come. And you started being a fan. And then we actually connected and then we became friends. And then to come to this realization that we have something like this, which is very unique to yeah, share yeah, with cool. it. It was pretty cool. Because, and I think we we touched on this subject uh, a couple of podcasts ago when you were with Andy, yeah, how we, yeah, Andy was... Andy was the most male between us three that he has like male friends and he watches like, you know, racing and he does like his typical, you know, he on Sundays he goes and plays soccer or football, Mm -hmm. which is a male thing. Right. It's like, sure. You know, no, but even here, right. Like, you know, guys will have like a Sunday league where they go play yeah, either exactly. soccer yeah, yeah. or baseball. Or they get together with their friends and drink. And uh, right now it's Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. This is like football day for America. And as you could tell, 
there's nothing here playing or anything. My no. brother is like a super Raider fan, and he, he used to be like, Sunday was for football, and he would watch football all day, and that's it. You know, we don't do anything else but football. So. Well, su- Sunday is the day for religion, so, you know, football's perfect then. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, so we were talking about how, like, I don't know whether because we didn't have a dad growing up saying, like, hey, you're supposed to be a man, or hey, you're supposed to, like, eat and then they supposed to clean or things like that like i grew up in a in a house with uh my mom and my grandma my grandma when she was when i was i want to say nine she kind of became a little cripple if you want to say that word that her arthritis made her not move anymore and she was on a wheelchair and she had really she couldn't move so we my mom and i will have to take care of her shower her i mean do everything for her so sure. my mom made me very independent since, you know, young age. She used to say, like, you need to do everything. You need to do this. And then I used to, like, cook, clean, do everything by the time I was 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to take care of myself by the time I was 11. I really didn't need anybody. And then I guess I grew up in that way where, like, everything is changing now. But now, right, it's very common sure. that a man does everything and a woman can yeah, do everything. Yeah, there's definitely a gender reversal going on. Like, I think people feel a lot more free in the last, like, 10, 15 years to, like, you know, do different things and whatever, break out from their stereotypical gender boxes and stuff. But I don't know. And then um, we were talking about how, like, uh, even though, you know, we do like girls and uh, throughout my youth, everybody thought I was gay, which is not a bad thing. Even my mom told me, hey, are you gay? It's okay to be gay. Oh, yeah. Because... I was definitely the gay best friend to all my female friends at school. <laughs> because I, I wasn't gay, but I was definitely the Switzerland of every social problem, every drama that was going on. I was the neutral gay in bunny ears, whatever. At least that's the way I was treated. <laughs> but hey, I didn't mind. I, I always thought, you know, who, who cares? I don't need all that drama. <laughs> I don't need all this... Uh, Stupid and then, stuff going on. And so I'm just going to wait until all these people get older and more mature and they've got over the drama. And then I'll be in perfect position to have all the girlfriends I want. It didn't then, work out like that, but <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> and then we were started talking about how uh, our partners, which are girls. Yes, guys, we are. Yep. We like That's girls. Um, our girls are like they have this like male... Uh, <laughs> Uh, things that they do that we are supposed to be doing and they're doing it and then we're like the ones cooking and you know we're the ones like you know we don't need to um, a female to wash our clothes we do it ourselves and things like that and it was funny to hear from you too that (laughs) you had the same thing where like you cook and everything and by the way we like doing it we're it's not we're not complaining we're we're just sharing with you guys that one, we probably been cooking all, all of our lives, so we don't want to say that we cook better than our partners, but probably, and we like to do things, and we like to do many other things that most males in America or the UK, I don't know how the UK is, will not do, and it's not expected of a male to be doing things that we do, and then our girls who like you know, it's supposed to be super girly. They're not, which is a good thing, right? Sure. I mean, when I think about it, uh, yeah, uh, 
I, I like to do the day-to-day -day cooking. And my problem is, and my wife is always having a go at me, is that I can't cook for two people. I can only cook for four people. Mm. Uh, you know, and she doesn't understand that. And, you know, she's a great cook uh, when she decides and puts her mind to it. And for her, it's like a laboratory experiment. And, you know, she really puts a great amount of thought into it. And when she really sits down, and thinks about it she's a fantastic cook she is a better cook than me but on day-to-day -day living getting through life you know getting through the week putting stuff together with what you've got in the fridge yeah i'm definitely the better cook um and as i said yeah i can't cook for two people i can only cook for four and i'm like i'm just practicing i'm just practicing for when we have kids you know but i've always been like that you know i can't measure stuff out <laughs> and you know we were also talking about how andy has to be reminded of everything from his wife right like he depends so much on his wife and we're making fun of him but are you like that too because i not here here i'm like the the calendar is me because i have a great memory sure. so yeah, like yeah. i had to oh, say I, like hey remember that today is this remember this is remember that in three days we're doing this by the way in an hour remember that we're doing this chop chop it's time to go because you know 15 <laughs> minutes DWD Productions will help you create the website of your dreams. Whether you need a new website, upgrade your website, or just give your website a new makeover, DWD Productions can help. Some of our clients include Nissan, USC, Fox Sports, and Fat Burger. DWD Productions is one-stop market for all your needs. We specialize in web design, creative writing, audio and video production, and we will help you create powerful and fun content that will shine a light to your company. For more information, visit our website, dadwithoutadad.com. That is dadwithoutadad.com. Or send us an email for a quote. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Yeah, I'm like that. But when it comes to the social stuff, I have to admit she's the one who's like, oh, remember, it's this person's birthday or, oh, remember, it's that person's, you know, social thingy going on. I'm like, unless it's on Facebook, if they haven't put their Facebook uh, birthday down and I don't get a reminder, then I'm not going to remember. Um, <laughs> I know it's pathetic. Um, but, uh, yeah, when it comes to doing other things, yeah, getting stuff sorted out, then, yeah, writing stuff down. And it was a. Uh, definitely became very apparent when we were organizing the wedding because she was like trying to organize this and that and all these people saying this and that and getting opinions and la 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 and I was just like no forget it we just make a spreadsheet and we put everything down in an itemized way and we tick it off one step at a time we have a tab for the photographer a tab for the caterer and we just go through and make a list and tick it off and I always do that and I'm always leaving lists around the house and infuriates her but it gets stuff done, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> I think if we ever get married, which not legally, but if we ever throw a party, like we will get married or something at some point, yeah, whenever we have money. Some celebration. I think yeah. I will. I will let her do whatever. The only the only thing that I will not allow is that she comes complaining. I'll be like, look, this is for you, and this, you know, because the wedding is basically for a girl, right? Like we don't care. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we just show up. Yeah, up. and then so I'll be like, here's the budget. You go crazy. I just don't want to hear about it. That's all. You know, so I feel like I have to coming back to these general. I was super surprised. Like uh, she comes home one day and I'm like, yeah, how's it going? And, you know, did you go shopping with your friends and get you know the dress and stuff? And she's like, yeah, we did it. First shop, first dress. 
it was like the first time in her life she just walked into a shop bought the wedding dress got it super she looked great in it uh but yeah super cheap it wasn't like hundreds of dollars or anything it was like 70 dollars or something um yeah i know it's crazy it was like perfect and she just i don't know how she did it and i was like expecting a whole drama because you know whenever we go shopping together i give it about a maximum of an hour and then i'm done and then i have to go get a coffee sit down do something else i can't i can't go around looking and trying to make decisions and you know i go in i go out and i think i'm very manly in that respect um whereas she likes to do uh shopping in a girly stereotypically girly way but apart from that uh i was super impressed with the way she just got that thing um and yeah but in most other ways i think she's more manly than me yeah well i, I don't know if it's a manly th I, i am the same way when it comes to anything by the way but i don't say it because i'm more of a man that just goes gets in and gets out i'm more of like i don't like people more than There's anything that. so like for example <laughs> yeah. like let me give you a, a great example it's in um do you guys have costco over there uh no but we have something similar okay so for example here i'm very like you and i were very analytical right so if you think about it that my my way of thinking going to costco will be I don't go on Saturdays because most people will wake up early on Saturdays because it, they're just relaxing on Friday night. So they wake up early sure. on Saturdays. They want to get everything ready for Sunday. So they go early on Saturday to shop at Costco. And Saturday probably is one of the worst times to go shop yep. at a place like that. Now, I if you that. think about it, everybody parties on Saturday. So n there's not going to be that many people on Sunday going to Costco in the morning. So the way I uh -huh. shop is like, if I have to go to Costco on a weekend, I will wake up early, be one of the first ones to be at Costco when it's kind of empty. I go mm -hmm. in there. I already have my mental list. I go boom, sure. boom, boom, boom. And in 15 minutes, I get out of Costco with dealing with, our, and especially now, right? Dealing with our yeah, people. Yeah. So I will put gas, do my shopping, everything in 25 minutes, going to a Costco, which... People who are listening in the United States, they know that Costco is one of the most, the worst <laughs> places to go shop because there's so many people. Now, let me put it this way. If somebody else in this house will go to Costco, he'll be three, four hours. <laughs> But do you take like great pleasure like I do in efficiency? Like I got in and out of there or I, I took a shortcut or I managed to like do one side of a triangle as opposed you know do you, do you get that kind of time efficiency yeah feeling i even like get that feeling of like like wow now i can do more in my life you know yeah like i even brag about like for example one thing that uh uh i was talking in the podcast one time like a, a year or two ago how i planned the best time to go on a uh trip to legoland or any right. like one of those things that my logic like again was that If we went on, I think, Memorial Day, nobody yeah. will go there because it's uh, or the day after Memorial Day. So it was the day after the holiday. And I think it was I think Memorial Day is when everybody goes back to school. So mm -hmm. the last day t where people want to do stuff is Memorial Day. Right. But the day after everybody's already thinking about going to school, they don't have any more money. So my girlfriend and I plan to I plan to go the day after that day to Legoland and it was empty there was nobody there uh, yeah. it was cheaper 
So I was yeah. just, I mean, the worst, the bad thing that happens that my son gets sick. Mm, oh, yeah, I remember this from but, the previous podcast. But I was just bragging to everybody. Hey, uh, you know that uh, I got <laughs> I beat everything. the system. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why I always go on holiday in May and September, you know? Because when I go on holiday, I want to get away from people. All these, the problem I discover is that when I'm trying to get away from people, other people who are also trying to get away from people go to the same place that I'm going to. And therefore, that kind of defeats the point. But I've found like the weather is good in May and September quite often, especially in the UK. So that's a good time to make a holiday. You know, uh, it doesn't have to be June and July. And then when the schools, you know, another, I guess when you have a kid, you have to kind of go when the schools go yeah, closed. You know, yeah. I mean, they could miss one day, you know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, and another thing I always try to do is like the day after Valentine's Day, the day after ah, Mother's yeah, Day, yeah. the day after, because you know, like nobody wants to use those days, so it's going to be cheaper. It's sure. less people. And, you know, what's if it's, of course, we're talking, you know, it, you know, we were saying how we are girls, but in this way, we we're probably guys, right? Like, what's the big no, deal, no, no, right? I, I, my wife is very happy with that. That's one thing we agree on is like, let's do Valentine's or like the next day after or the weekend after or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's just easier that way, you know? Cheaper too. Matter. What are you talking yeah, about? Cheaper too. Yeah, yeah. But also somehow more romantic because you feel a bit rebellious. Um, <laughs> I don't think but I don't know. But I mean, she she grew up in um, Spain with this these very strict like gender roles, uh, like mm. like conservative Catholic kind of upbringing. But she was at the university like a lot with her parents there uh, working, and I don't know. She's a bit of a tomboyish, uh, which is great. Uh, and like she's into geology and rocks and dinosaurs and things. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. She's had that from long before she met me, and that's great. I don't know. It's funny how we ended up with that. Maybe because I guess when you're looking for a partner, you're looking for somebody who compliments you on some subconscious level, who fills in those gaps that has those personality traits you don't have. I don't know. I would hate to go out with myself. Could you imagine going out with someone oh, so similar I, to yourself? I, we just had this conversation where I had to like, you know, sit her down for a couple of things and we were discussing, you know, futures and why am I doing things and how like, you know, creating a podcast not only hopefully brings us more revenue and, you know, we get clients and things like that because, you know, I'm not lucky enough like you guys to have like cool, you know, jobs that brings, you know, revenue still like it where I need to like have different streams of income. And sure. that's why I always tell people it's just, you know, listen to the podcast or share the podcast or go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, do all it. that stuff, because it's free. It's basically, I'm asking you to do something for free, right? Like it's not going to cost you anything to go and follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose La Roca, or it's not going to cost you anything just to click on the podcast or go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Right. But I had to explain her why am I doing things and things like that. And then <laughs> the same thing happened, you know, it's like, I told her how great she is and why we do things and, you know, we need to compliment each other. And I also told her how, like, I understand that I'm not easy to live with. You know, like, I I know that I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. this, like, weird, had different ideas, had to do things like that, gets up in the morning just to avoid people, to go to Costco, and I had to have <laughs> certain things. I told her, I'm like, hey, I love you very much, but I understand that. Let's say I, we nothing 
something happens and we decide not to be together anymore, I don't think I will ever be with somebody else because I understand that I need to be by myself and I'm sure. hard to live with. So, you know, it's... But we all have those idiosyncrasies and I think that's a very important part of like a genuine loving relationship is that feeling that somebody loves you for who you are, even if it's not perfect, you know? It, you, you just, you know, it's acceptance, you know? It's a very powerful thing, you know? Yeah, and at the same time, that's why, like you said, it complements each other and helps you each other, right? Like, I'm trying to help her come out of her shelf, and she's trying to help me come back to the shelf, you know? I'm just trying to help her get off the top shelf and open the jars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that's the main reason she's with me, and I I keep her warm in winter. That's the other one. Yeah, Big Bear? uh, Yeah, yeah, she struggles with the Northern European winters. Um, Well... (laughs) I was uh, I was telling my girlfriend how you get you even though you guys are an island you guys don't like to hear that but I was like telling how you, you guys are always cold it's super cold all the time there and it rains and everything I don't know how you live with there I mean with her I mean with that weather but well it's what you grow up with it's what you're used to I think humans can live anywhere when they're yeah, I mean, there are Eskimos, for crying out loud, you know? <laughs> People, humans are adaptable. It's just weird, whatever. We, we get habilitated, I suppose. So um, we're talking about this, like, gender roles or how we ended up with the same situation, you and I. And then mm-hmm. you said that you read something about it, right? That you had oh, a- right, yeah. I wanted to bring this up. It's a really great book that I've been reading uh, about. A, well, it's, an, it's a biography, yeah? So that's when someone writes it about themselves, yeah? Uh, and it's a British comedian um, who was like famous. Uh, Robert Webb is his name, and um, he's like the other half of the David Mitchell, Robert Webb. Uh, that the British comedians from like the late two thousands who were like big on TV here, and they were on all the shows, and they had something called the Peep Show, and they had their sketch show. They're in sketch go comedy kind of thing. Anyway, I, I didn't know anything about him. I mean. I had no idea who he was really um, when I got given this book uh, by my cousin um, for Christmas last year. Um, And I'd only just gotten around to reading it now and it was really good. And it was exactly what we were just talking about. Uh, And he was just like, yeah, I'm sort of famous and I don't know how I managed to do that. Uh, I just was like only really good at school at English and somehow I ended up doing some weird stupid stuff and he was like the um he was the third uh the youngest child of three and his um his mother died when he was 14 and just like all these crazy stuff and he was talks a lot about his father and you know his father was trying his best to look after him but he was really like very conservative very uh judgmental very blokish uh he was brought up just like in uh, rural England, in Cambridgeshire, uh, this sort of, you know, strong farmland, rural kind of communities. And they were super, yeah, super pushing him. Go play football. Go be a man. Go, go ride the bike down the stupid hill. Go, you know, get in danger. And like all these like things that pushed on him. Uh, and yeah, he talks about his journey um, and coming to acceptance that, yeah, you know, uh he didn't like those stereotypes and those kind of sexism that men get put on them when they grow up, you know, uh, and how it kind of work both ways. And, you know, he's very grateful to his wife for, you know, helping him through this. And I think he just wrote the book because some publisher gave him some money when he was like at the peak of his like, uh, career. He's like, I don't know how to 
write a book and he just like wrote this random biography and it's quite funny book because he's always referring back to himself so he's like hello number 13 it's number 41 here you know referring to his age yeah oh that's good like yeah don't listen to what number seven said right i've been talking to number 21 and we figured out that at 25 you did this thing with this girl so you know <laughs> i know it sounds stupid but it's it's a really good book uh, it's called how how not to be a boy um oh. and it's like it's like a totally black cover you know it looks like it's a bible but then you open the inside and it's pink uh and it's it's, it's really cool um i'll send you a link um yeah, I don't know how to explain it. it it's was just, another uh, how book. One, pardon? <laughs> another how book. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think there's some rule in publishing that you have to start off with how to at the beginning. <laughs> really? I yeah, didn't know that. I, I, and I wrote one. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And your how to book's not bad, is it? You've <laughs> sold quite a few copies from what I understand. Uh, more than five. So there you go. Have you ever wondered how can you start a podcast? Well, I have been in the streaming and radio broadcast industry for about 15 years, and I share with you all my secrets in my brand new book. My book is called Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, and it's only $2.99. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. For only $2.99, you will learn all my secrets about podcasting, from starting a podcast, my home studios, and even marketing. I recorded this commercial in my home studio, and you can learn what I use in my brand new book, only $2.99. So go get a copy of my brand new book, Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, Kindle, and much, much more. Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. Yeah. Um, anyway, this was a cool book, and it was the first time I'd read a book and thought, hey, this guy is actually describing my upbringing a little bit, obviously without so much tra traumatic stuff going on. But um, yeah, uh, it was really a bit of an eye-opener to hear about those. Um, yeah, so I think the, the for me is like, I guess I didn't have a, like you, right? Like you were always the friend, and, you know, you were always like not the typical six four men <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that and the same way it goes to me right i never had somebody who told me hey this is how you throw a ball or this is how you ride a bike or by the way you need to close the deal by doing this with a girl right i always became <laughs> no I, I always <laughs> i always became the friend uh the relationship will always start like hey i like you so they start talking to you i was never shy because that's just not who i am uh but i i was never able to cross the line right i was always like became the friend and i never knew my insecurities never told me how hey this is a, the perfect time for you to make a move or this sure, is the yeah. perfect time for you to just say hey can i kiss you or hey do this or stuff like that anyway not too late where like if i will do that it will be weird right so never i never sure, had a, yeah. a, the real world model that told me hey you need to do this i still remember this crazy story i'm going to tell you this crazy story that um if she ever listens to this she will be like ah okay so until this day there's probably a girl out there that thinks that i headbutt her like, <laughs> like i headbutt her her because uh i i became friends with this girl in how did i I think college, and then I, I liked her, but of course I never knew how to 
express my mm-hmm. non-friendship feelings, right? And at the time, she had a boyfriend in another state, and uh, I was not confident because her boyfriend was a big football player. And I was, so, but we became friends and we started hanging out. And <laughs> and then I think we went dancing with her whole family. She introduced me to her family, and I was all oh, these friends. And then let's say I was drinking too much, and I I finally had the the courage to make a move. And of course, she's taller than me. So we were dancing and we're having drinks and everything. And then while we're dancing, this I said, this is enough. I'm going to kiss her. And instead of me trying to kiss her, I just my head hit her lip. And then she was like, what are you doing? What is this? And then (laughs) I didn't know what to do because I I didn't want to say I just wanted to kiss you. And I was mad at myself for being such a pussy. So I think I just walked away. I went to the corner by, uh-huh. you know, and I called my friend to come and pick me up and I never talked to her again. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate because like as a big guy, you never wanted to do anything because everybody thought, you know, just judged you and thought that, hey, the big guy is obviously using his muscle or his big bigness. You know, his I never wanted to impose on anybody or like feed into that stereotype that, you know, the big guy is pushy, you know. Um, so, yeah, I never did anything. <laughs> but headbutting, yeah, I don't think I ever headbutted anybody. Maybe, maybe when I was dancing salsa, when I was trying to learn, maybe I headbutted somebody then. Well, you, you, you're so tall, you're probably chest butter somebody, because nobody's as tall as you. So, especially girls. Yeah, yeah, I remember my wife. She, um, the first time I thought she might be interested in me is when she kissed me in the chest, in the middle of the chest, because <laughs> she didn't want to reach up. Because she didn't want to be like, you know, <laughs> yeah, because that would be obvious, you know. As like we were hugging to go to leave, like a social engagement, like at the end of the night at a pub or something. And she just kissed me right in the middle of the chest. And I was like, well, that's what's weird. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. But I mean, this, the same thing goes to like we thanks to. I guess thanks for not having a dad, I, I became super independent than nowadays. Sure, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's actually a, a good thing for me, right? And one thing that I'm trying to teach my son that being independent is very helpful at yeah, the how's end. Yeah, how's that going? Yeah. Oh. Talked about <laughs> is it improving <laughs> since last podcast? Uh, I don't You know what? Uh, he's just... I think uh, we're beginning to to see the good from the bad where like we still try to you know make him more independent we still Mm -hmm. try to uh, make him understand how uh, it's gonna hurt him in the long run if he just wants to be next to us touching us or on top of us or he's going to need us like he cannot be by himself for 20 minutes or he cannot be in his room just using his imagination but we're trying to make him understand how like imagination will go a long way especially at his age and how he needs Mm -hmm. to like just do things because he wants to do things uh just do things because it's just in his nature not because we tell him to or because he cannot think of of them but at the same time we're we're lenient because we see how smart he is how like he has this like funny things that he does, how he is very creative in other ways. 
um like he's very musical maybe cool. because we we are like that and we never gave him yeah, tv until he was four and but we always play songs he has uh -huh. his own playlist and uh, now that he has his own room i decided to buy him a um an ipod you know like cool. the little ones so he has his own little cell phone he calls it a cell phone even though it's not it's just a musical Aww. little ipod uh and um so for example today he woke up and <laughs> uh there's a song that he's been singing for uh uh for a long time and he it goes like feeling good like i should that's this that's, that's the chorus right and then uh -huh. he woke up and then uh i picked him up and because uh, i always picked him up when he gets out and i carry him to the couch and then i'm like hi how are you how are you doing today and then he's like good like i should <laughs> nice Smooth. so that just i started laughing and he like jokes around he's very funny he's very witty so we're trying to he's a good kid yeah, it sounds, you know. sounds like so you're making progress. He, you know, he listens to us. He understands when I get mad and how, mm -hmm. you know, why is he mad? And, like, you know, we, we're not at a point where, where I, you know, reach a point where I'm going to probably spank him or nothing like that. But we're just trying our best and seeing the good from the bad and just, you know, taking it one step by a step. So, I don't know. Good, what good. do you think? Well, now he's got his own room, I'm sure. That, that'll make a big difference. Nah, he, like, he comes... You want to see something? You, you could tell... You could show... You could oh, explain. yeah, yeah. So he's showing me his apartment right now, and it's very nice. Yep, Lego on the floor. Very good, just like my apartment. Cool. Yeah, yep. Okay, so you've got... Yeah, nice leather couches there. No, but um, what I'm trying to show you is that even though he has his room, he plays behind me. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes no sense, because he needs to have human touch uh, uh, hands reach i don't know so how many times do you step on lego bricks i mean you walk around the house in your barefoot right yeah uh actually not there is the, the, there's no greater pain is there yeah uh, uh actually not as much as you think it would happen because we're so used to it and i'm telling you i have this like weird vision my senses are always like to the extreme like i could smell mm -hmm. things different i could hear things everywhere i could so no, I'm good, but uh, it does. It's also kinda... good that you've got a white floor because then you've got contrast. Because we always have carpets in Britain, uh, and then the Lego bricks get hidden in the carpet, which is why it's like the number one thing in Britain is that pain. You know, I've been heard it's uh, it's it's as bad as um, giving birth. You know, <laughs> it's on that level. <laughs> But you're the Lego master, so you probably have all the Legos everywhere, and then your wife is the one stepping on your Legos, right? Uh, well, no, because I'm nice and organized now. You know, I'm just pointing to all my Lego collection behind me, uh, my Star Wars and my yeah, my aquatic stuff, and I don't know. I like modeling. I think one thing I did get from my dad is modeling, because uh, I remember when I was a kid, he spent most of his time. Um, just building ships, like modeling these ships and stuff, like out of match wood bits of wood and stuff. And he was super into that, um, you know. Um, and somehow I've picked up that. I mean, Lego doesn't help, but yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, it was all over the floor, but now it's somehow it's all organized and it's like a decoration around the house. You know, I've got it on like the sideboards and stuff. And you know, I like yeah. It's a kind of sad, really. Because you don't play with it, you know. 
I mean, when I go around to my friend's ha- uh, kid's house, you know, it's all, you know, I give them like this space shuttle, this amazing space shuttle. It's one of my favorite pieces of Lego, yeah? Um, and uh, friends bought it for me like for a birthday years and years ago. Uh, it must have been like six years ago. And it was like $30, yeah? Uh-huh. It's like a space shuttle, right? Anyway, I took it around to play with uh, Luke, uh, uh, sorry, my best friend of well, my um godson i guess would be the best word for it yeah i'm kind of like an uncle to him i don't know it's, it's a weird relationship um but uh we're super close and yeah we play it and he loves it and then inevitably it's like oh can i keep it you know when's will coming around with uh the space shuttle and the space shuttle becomes an obsession thing and then when i left germany i said okay if you look after the spaceman and take the spaceman on new adventures uh, i'll let you keep the space shuttle um and he was like yes i will do that yeah yeah okay cool and i was like okay i trust you with um the space shuttle you know it's, it's important to me anyway i go back again to germany whenever it was like a month or so ago uh and of course it's a hundred pieces <laughs> and it's like been transformed into a hundred different things uh and i say to him you know okay that's cool luca um you know, and he's like, oh, I don't have the instructions. So I should have left the instructions because he does quite like to build them up. You know, he's like five and he's really into the instructions, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I looked I looked on uh, Amazon and then I looked on the Lego store just to find out exactly how much it would cost to buy that same set again, that uh, same space shuttle. What do you think? It was five years ago. And it cost thirty dollars then. A hundred. It was three hundred. <sighs> three hundred for that set now. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> look. Let's just put it this way. I'm going to put this on you. <laughs> yeah, that that's totally on me. Because I, 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 I one, totally, you shouldn't know that this thing cost a little more than by now. Two. No, I had no idea. It's <laughs> you know the. Only certain type of there's only like certain type of me's like I was super organized and anal when my toys and everything like I would like build them put them in like places and never touch them and like clean them and I would never play with anything I would let everything sit there and look fancy and pretty and I still do but that's just weird me right you don't so, expect a five-year-old to actually no, do that, right? No. <laughs> so this is on you, man. Yeah, this is totally on me. This is totally on me. And, uh, because he thinks space shuttles can be built out of anything. And there are times that we will make space shuttles out of literally nothing. So, you know, it, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's cool. It's great to see that he's using that imagination to make it into different things. Um, wait, so you didn't but, just go and get all the little pieces and then bring them back to England with you and... Maybe just yeah, I'll take the instruction booklet with me next time and sort of sneakily steal all the pieces back <laughs> and then sell it on eBay for like $500 or whatever it is. Might as well. <laughs> and that's weird that you say it because my son also loves the instructions. He he would like destroy everything and he would mm-hmm. come back and say, hey, can you look for the instructions, which I hate clutter. I, I want to have everything sure. clean and set up and everything. So every time we get him a, a new set of Legos, which he has a lot, like a mm. lot, I throw the instructions away because it's just clutter, right? Yeah, the yeah. way we do it is like you could go online and look for any instructions. So that's funny that 
that five-year-old also likes instructions because that's yeah, all my son cool. does. Yeah, uh, it's quite cool because, I mean, you know how Lego is now. It's like pre-built and it's all like plastic special parts. And the whole point of the Lego like franchise and the whole idea of their business was that they would buy these molds for a particular part and then use that part in hundreds of sets, yeah? Yeah. And then, you know, it's like their investment is like, I, f- I think it's like $24,000 for a mold. And then that mold would be used for everything, yeah? But now they have all these tie-ins and special bits and, you know, that that those molds only get used for one part for one specific set, yeah? And I think that's why they've been having financial troubles recently. Anyway, uh, although even more recently, the things have been getting better because of lockdown. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, but so we, we got all those sets for him and yeah, they, they were cool and he liked them, but they weren't his favorite and they didn't last very long. But Lego has this series called Lego Creator. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, the Lego Creator, the three-in-ones, three-in-one sets, where the, the, the dragon can become, you know, yeah, a but cat. I, I cannot... It kind of threw me off the first time I did it because, like, they gave it to us, right? And I, I guess right. we didn't know what it was. And uh, mm-hmm. it gives you the three-in-one, right? So when my son built the first dinosaur, we were like, all right, let's make the second one. And then quickly I realized, I'm like, ah, you had to tear this one apart just to make the second one. Uh. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were going to have three of them. And oh, no. no, it doesn't work like that, mate. <laughs> yeah, but those creator sets are definitely great. And yeah, that's why he loves the um, instruction booklets, because he knows that's how he's going to get the other ones out of it. So I think that's taught him a quite cool lesson about conservation and not losing parts each part is important because you might need it later for another set uh, yeah you should see i don't know what well, did you like the the lego box that we have that we got them yeah yeah those are quite cool now um there was a big thing at christmas so everybody was getting those i don't know when you got yours but uh for his birthday what happened? for his birthday cool yeah the, the um try stepping on one of those you need a feet as big as mine um <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that we're watching a lot of uh, basketball, uh, we um, we I like to uh, one of my favorite shows in sports was always uh, Inside the NBA with uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq mm-hmm. and Ernie and everybody. So every time we see Shaq, I always tell my my son, I'm like, you see that guy? His foot is probably as tall as you. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're gonna give him nightmares. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And talking about kids and everything, you had something that you wanted to share with uh, people. Um, You wanted to see if people wanted to be part of something. Something I was meaning to talk about in a previous podcast. And um, I really wanted to uh, do a big shout out to um, my best friend, uh, West. Uh, He knows who he is. I'm not sure if he's listening. Um, And his uh, girlfriend, um, and yeah, those guys are amazing and they've been really supportive and they helped us a lot with our wedding. Uh, they're really kind of kick-ass people who get shit done, you know? Um, and the story there is that they discovered at my wedding, because uh, she was having sickness and stuff, which they just thought was food poisoning. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe the catering is wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, they, they discovered that uh, she was pregnant. Um, and that was really cool, and I was really looking forward to being an uncle to this child. Um, 
Anyway, long story short, um, yeah, it's quite tragic, really, just before the lockdown and everything. Um, yeah, uh, he was born um, still. Uh, and yeah, that was really quite heart-wrenching. Um, and I just wanted to do a big shout out to those guys because they've been dealing with a lot, you know. I mean, it's something you can't imagine, can you? Can you can you imagine that going through the whole pregnancy and everything? Uh and all that expectation and potential, and then to lose that, you know, it's just something that I can't get my head around, you know? Well, <laughs> uh, you're talking to the guy who, if my son is, starts to cough, I think the worst, and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? What's wrong? Yeah. Tell me. Are you <laughs> so, I mean, I take everything to the extreme, and I was telling somebody that, I mean, I don't know, just to, just, just to make it simple, if something happens to my son, my life will be done. And just to make it clear, and then, you know, it's, it's it's not a bad thing for me to say, but that's how I feel, and that's how I see things. And he's my life right now. And just to put it in context, yeah. that's it. It's, it's impossible to think about. Um, and, yeah, uh, anyway, those guys have been super impressive in the way they've been super open about it, you know, because I'm sure I would have closed down if that was me. You know, uh, and they've been, yeah, dealing with it in a fairly healthy way. Uh, I think they, yeah, just super impressive the way they're getting on. And of course, it's difficult. Um, anyway, the, the thing I wanted to bring up was um, that they've got a GoFundMe page, um, and it's called Ori's Light. Uh, Ori is the name of the um, West Sun, um, and Ori means light. Um, and their plan is to uh, basically plant, use the money that they've um, gathered from friends and support network and stuff uh, around them. And they want to plant a forest uh, somewhere in the countryside um, near her hometown. Um, and they want, you know, uh, the light from the sun to grow with this forest, you know, um, sort of, you know. Uh, symbolic with the name Ori um, and they've also been working a lot with uh, charities who help people in this situation and sort of the mental health issues that arise from this kind of situation um, and yeah so they uh, there's a so there is a GoFundMe page and if you search for Ori's Light uh, you will discover it um, they are only 300 pounds away from their target uh, and yeah, if you how does that work? Because I'm always huh? hearing about go uh, GoFundMe. Um, how does that work? You just go to the page GoFundMe, and yeah, I'm just, just speaking as the... like dumb as I am in a way that I really don't know how to, all that works because I really don't. Sure, yeah. I have no no idea until I've seen this. Uh, so GoFundMe basically it's just one page a website. They explain the situation. Uh, you know, their project, what their idea is, uh, you know, some photos, um, and then you just click one button and you can donate and it's, um, to that cause. Um, and it's basically like that. And then I think you get updates later, um, about how the, uh, you know, project is going. Um, and it's just a simple way of, um, connecting people. And there's like a comment section and there's a sharing, um, you know, like you can share it on your socials and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's, a it's a, it's a nice little, 
the whole thing. Um, and we'll and put I a link really on to... on the description of this podcast. So if anybody wants to go and click it, yeah, we'll put a we'll link drop on it this down one. in the description. Yeah. Um, Once again, what's the name? Had, uh, Ori's Light. O R I S Light. Ori's Light. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a challenging thing, but I'm really you know impressed with those guys and. Um, well, it's good that they're actually thinking about mental health, right? Like, um, I always yeah. tell people, right? It's okay to say you're crazy. It's okay to yeah, talk about mental yeah, healthness yeah. because if you don't talk about it, then you'll go crazy and do mm-hmm. dumb things, right? Um, I, I don't mind telling people that I have mental issues, not because, well, yeah, I am crazy. But, uh, you know, it's, I had a traumatic, you know, upbringings and I had alcohol problems and that has to do with my mental health. And, you know, I... I'm always nervous, has to do probably something going on. So it's better for me to open up and say, hey, there's something going on. And I'm pretty sure everything's tied up to how I was raised or situations I had sure. with, when I was little. And it's okay to to speak up because it's better to express. And It's so important. It really is. Uh, even if you don't know the words, I mean, it's it's just good to, you know, raise these issues to say, hey, you know, this is okay, and there's a lot more people dealing with stuff than they might, you know, otherwise say, especially if you look at, like, social media and Facebook and everyone's having a perfect life on Facebook, you know, living their best self, you know. Uh, but, you know, everyone's got stuff to deal with. Um, and, yeah, these guys have been very proactive, and um, it's been great the way the family and everybody, and we all came around for the funeral, which was, like, incredibly beautiful you know, service, um, very personal and, um, you know, Ori's legacy will be in, you know, the, these feelings and these, um, emotions that he's brought up in people. Uh, and, um, yeah, during, uh, the lockdown, you know, these mental health issues are super coming to light, uh, and very important because, yeah, uh, it's funny how, you know, we all go into our houses in lockdown, but actually in our social networks online and stuff, it's also been bringing people together. So it's not always bad things. And, you know, charities definitely need uh, a lot of support right now because um, in Britain you have a lot of charity shops. I mean, I don't know how it is in the United States. Um, you know, most charities have a sort of a store, you know, a little store where they sell stuff and people donate to the store and then, they sell those stuff on, um, and that's their primary way of getting like money and you know funding and stuff to do their charity work. But of course, with COVID, those are all locked down and shut down. All those shops have really been struggling. Um, so these kind of online campaigns and stuff are, um, are really useful. So yeah, and good thing they're it. using it for good. I just uh, saw somebody post like they wanted to do like a something like that for <laughs> a party, and I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, I've just sent you. Let's link. let's uh, just let's just leave it as that, and we'll. Yeah, what, what was it? it? A gender reveal party started. <laughs> oh no no no! no this, this, like this, what the hell? <laughs> this is even worse. But anyways, yeah. So yeah. go. We'll put a link, and then hopefully, if anybody can, of course, go help them yeah, out. Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll be super grateful just to get us over that target at the end. Yeah, of course. And good thing they're talking about mental health, man, because <laughs> just like. I was going to tell you, don't get me started about social media. Just like <laughs> I'm not going to get you started with uh, geology. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because let's just put it this way. If you guys are listening to this podcast, which 
first of all, thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for su supporting this uh, uh, podcast. I you only use social media to promote and try to, you know, bring awareness of my things that I'm doing and things like that. Will and I have a relationship and we text each other. We talk to each other. So if I go on social media and post something and then say, hey, listen to Will, Will and I are friends, you know, we're going to talk on, on WhatsApp and stuff like that. And I think that's how it should be. Like, I don't need to follow you and you don't need to follow me. If you get mad because I don't follow you, it's nothing personal. It's social media. It's mm. it's social it's media. <laughs> social media is one, a tool for entertainment. Two, a tool for promoting. And that should be it. Nobody should well, get mad. Also informative. I would say there's also an informative level there, like, uh, you know, for activism, for charities, for, uh, oh, okay. Science. Yes, I was going to say. Well, you know, I don't trust the news either on social media. Education. Yeah, obviously you have to have like some intelligence to like be. I say not intelligence, but some experience to um, be able to. You know, it's like the online truth kit. You know. But Everybody that's what I'm saying. Should... Promoting, right? Like you're promoting. Yeah. You know, like awareness about you know, you know, racism, awareness of what's going on. It's promoting something that you know is happening. It shouldn't be like. Yeah. Hey, you're not following me on social media? Hey, we're not friends no more. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I don't know if it's a it's very social thing. I don't know. Uh, people who come from those backgrounds who are like super, you know, they take it very personally. But, I mean, you know, Facebook is a projection. People only put the good stuff up, don't they? You know? Um, and that's why I was super impressed with my friend Wes because they were putting up the you know the bad stuff, this horribly traumatic thing that they happened to them, uh, and they were talking about it on social and letting people know that hey, you know what, it's not all roses, you know, it's not all hamburgers and baby pictures and stuff, you know, um, and like food pics and you know I've ran this many kilometers today, you know, sometimes you know bad stuff happens and we should also put that stuff on on social and people should you know get a more rounded you know and that's another, being yourself, that's you know. another thing about social like right now like um i was trying to explain to my girlfriend the difference between uh tiktok and facebook right uh like <laughs> oh my God. no so so in a way that why uh, is the president and the government trying to stop this and blah blah, blah. there's so many theories but in conclusion what i told her was let's put it this way Everybody's spying on you, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, everybody's spying on you. The difference between Facebook spying on you is that Facebook is spying on you so they could sell you something because Facebook is not a social media company. It's a marketing company that is going to make revenue Analytics, out, of, yeah. out of you. So they just want to know everything that you do so they could sell you stuff from other people so they could charge them to give you that. Right. TikTok, or sell other yeah. companies, yeah. TikTok is spying on you just in case you say something about the Chinese, and when you go to China, they'll fuck you yep. up. Yep. So that's the yep. difference yep. between yep. Talk, a TikTok and and Facebook. Everybody's spying on you. Everybody wants your information. Everybody wants your data, it, yeah. and that's the number one reason why I don't share information about my family and personal life. Once yeah, my son, right. my once my son says, "Hey." I want to be on this, then I'm going to be like, hey, do you know that this could happen? 
and he says, yes, I understand it. By the way, do you really know what this could happen? And by the way, if you go to if you go to college <laughs> and decide to put a camera and something, ha- do you know that this could happen? And then, yeah. So then I'll be like, after asking him for like a month, then I'll be like, okay, it's on you. Yeah, I mean, people have to be free to make the choice themselves um, at the end of the day. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a big thing about our data and our privacy. And we don't hear about so much about it anymore, do we? You know, after the big scandals. Um, but it's it's really weird coming back to the UK because in Germany, they are so clued in to their data protection, you know, and their rights. And the European government protects that much more strictly than, say, in other countries. And the people are much more, you know, defensive about their their information being shared. Whereas we come from, you know, America and England, uh, you know, we don't care. You know, society doesn't, you know, it's it's really strange. And I think those guys have a good reason for, you know, they know what, you know, they know how it was in the past, you know, with uh, various governments, especially in East Germany, you know. Um, because, well, yeah, I always every, tell people, like, like each other. I always tell people, like, um, if you don't understand how all that works and then you don't understand that if you post that a picture of your son, somebody could come grab the same picture and put it on somebody's uh, profile that they're selling them on the dark web. If you don't understand sure. that, then it's fine. Go ahead and do that. But I do understand that. Right. Like uh, that's why I tell people don't post mm-hmm. pictures of my son. Don't post pictures of my girlfriend. If she wants to do it, that's fine. She's an adult sure. and she could do whatever she wants. But yeah, young children, certainly. And then uh, another thing that, you know, people don't understand, I'll give you a big example. It just happened a couple uh, months ago when, uh, about a year ago, um, everybody uses apps on, on schools. And I don't know how long I'm going to have to stop this or finally give up or at some point, as long as I could stop it, good right but at some point probably it's going to be sure. too big for me to do anything about it but uh the preschool or nursery like you guys call it they started using this app where they okay. will share pictures of what is happening in the class and uh, we will have yeah, the same app about this in the past and yeah. then it was an incredible thing that um uh, yeah i will see how then i told them please don't take pictures of my son too much it's fine right mm-hmm. And the app, of course, became popular because that's what they use. They use somebody course, else's yeah, and blah, blah, blah. And the app did a, a refresh and upgraded to something. And I just, out of nowhere, when I went into the app to see what my son was doing or what the class was doing, I got a little, a little notification saying, would you like to download the picture? And I said, sure. Oh, uh, yeah, they were trying to sell it. And know. then when I tried to download it, they were like, oh, you need a subscription for nine ninety nine a month. And I blew up. I was like, oh, this is what? But by the way, people don't understand this. People will be like, yeah, let's go pay for it. Or that, or is there's nothing wrong. Mm. But for me, like if you, I'm not an actor, but I'm trying to be, or I'm trying to be, create something where I want to sell creation. Right. I, I understand how this stupid face could be money for somebody else who wants a stupid face or wants a weird beard or wants to uh, mm. show how they could trim bushy eyebrows. I understand <laughs> that. I understand how people could sell this weird face. The same way I, I understand how that fucking app was trying to use my son's likeness 
to sell a product without yeah, his yeah. permission. So, for example, sure. let's say Will and I are in the same class, and um, we have our kids there, and my son takes a picture with Will's son, and they post it up there, and then Will says, oh, they look cute. Let me download it. And says, oh, I need to pay $9.99. But you know what? They look pretty cute. Let me pay $9.99. And I download the picture. They got you already. Because they used my yep. son next to your son to make you like something and for you to pay up money. So they uh -huh. basically using somebody's likeness. I should take this to the court, by the way. Should make some yeah, money. Yeah, you, sh you should definitely look into it. I mean, it reminds me of like, do you remember when you were like elementary or high school? Yeah. Uh, that you would have like photo day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it all seemed like exciting and cool when you were a kid. Uh, but actually now you're older, you realize, wait a minute, that was a company trying to scam parents, you know, emotionally blackmail parents into spending. And, you know, in Britain they were expensive, you know, like 30 quid. You know? Yeah, they still do. They still do it now, don't they? And what you're telling me, it sounds like it's just evolving naturally onto an app now. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? If I have a kid and I send it to preschool or daycare or whatever, I, I want the people working there to be watching my kids, you know, not running around with the smartphone, snapping away. And you know what that teaches the kids? That teaches the kids that, hey, it's you know, okay. that gets them even more addicted to the smartphone earlier on, you know. I mean, they're going to get addicted to the smartphone eventually, sure. But at least let them have the first five years of their life of some in innocence, you know? <laughs> and then um, that's when I send an email. I told her, look, they're doing this. And if you don't see the point, that's fine. I just want you to know that now you either download, uh, either stop and erase everything about my son, or you just tell everybody to stop taking pictures of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, no, totally. and yeah, then, you, you know, should. you and I have different mentalities, analytical mentalities, and not everybody is the same. And I understand that. Sure, yeah. But I they don't should. care. I don't care if they don't see what I'm seeing is fine. You go post pictures of your son and people could grab him. People could use your money. And no, mm -hmm. because guess what? What if my son was an actor? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What if he's making his money for his college tuition by giving his face to target they're paying tons and tons of money because he has a nice face mm -hmm. and this yeah, stupid yeah. app comes and just starts selling his his likeness that's not right no it's not yeah you should definitely chase that up and i mean if they're professional and if they're good at their job they'll respect that and you can't be the only one come on you can't be the only one who doesn't like that they must have other parents i hope i mean i'm sure not the majority well, and now we we <laughs> we cycle back to that stupid app, right? Where like they're using it again and uh -huh. then uh, for school projects. And I had to tell her, hey, by the way, I just want you to know that this happened a couple years, uh, a year ago. And I want you to understand that this is going to happen, that I'm not going to be posting pictures and blah, blah. She's like, I totally just mm -hmm. said, she's like, I didn't know that I've been using this for five years. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm just telling you that at some point they were asking for a subscription base for me to yeah. download pictures of my own son, which is a scam. And if you yeah. don't understand that, that's fine. But I just want you to understand that this is going to happen. And she's like, oh, thanks for letting me know. I'm like, well. Yeah, yeah, it's good that you told them. But yeah, I mean, getting parents to shell out money on this, like, you know, you're a good parent if you spend money on this and look at your kids and you want to be part of the whole parental social clique and stuff. No, <laughs> I can just look at his face.
<laughs> listeners if you could see his face right now <laughs> oh dear yeah it's not good it's not good well that's an idea for you go create an app <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's uh i don't think i'm one of these silicon valley people i'm sorry <laughs> i mean how many people out there are trying to make apps you know well that's another reason why i got this new computer because i i wanna it's not that i want to create apps it's that i want to know how to you know because the, oh, okay. the more knowledge is the better right so i i'm i'm getting into an industry where i need to do something what if i come up with a great idea i need to develop that idea into something mm. right so you know how like at school we learned how to use microsoft word and these things yeah yeah i imagine like kids in near future will be like you, they're learning how to program and how to make apps you know <laughs> at elementary school or whatever high school <laughs> Well, that's the future. Good thing you're you're in a in a business that it is the future. So, how's the game going? Yeah, it's going well. Uh, it's cool. I mean, we've released some new updates with some new maps and some uh, added extra stuff. Uh, and yeah, it's ticking along steadily. Uh, we've got another big update coming next week, and hopefully that'll boost the numbers some more. Um, getting lots of cool feedback from all the players, which is nice. Um, yeah, you know, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff, but uh, we always listen to it all and we always try and, you know, incorporate it. Uh, it can be frustrating because you can only do so much in a week, you know. Um, but uh, no, it, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's, it's cool to hang out with the people. And Remind to, people what, uh, what game you're talking about and how they could get it. So it's called Iron Harvest, and you can get it on Steam. Just type in Iron Harvest, and you can also get it on um, Good Old Games uh, if you like your games DMR-free. Um, and it's coming to console next year. Um, so I don't know. The best thing to do is probably go on YouTube, type in Iron Harvest, watch some, watch some videos, see if you like this kind of game. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, about $50, depending on which edition you get. Um and it's kind of strategy. It's uh, uses your brain. It's got this amazing art style uh, based on this um, artist from Poland uh, who imagines a world where technology has got to a point after the First World War in the 1920s. Um, and instead of building tanks, people build giant robots for some reason. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's science fiction. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. And it sort of blends that kind of rural old-fashioned traditional kind of like turn of the century kind of feel with these huge mega mechs you know uh and you know these mechs were built originally to help the people with the farming with the cutting down trees you know they were used for peaceful means and then of course you know the scientist work gets corrupted by the military and the governments and stuff and uh <laughs> yeah it's got a great story by the way, I texted my nephew. Uh, I want to say, oh, yeah. uh, we we recorded last week, technically, yeah, last week. And yeah, then, uh, and after uh, I edit and post and everything, I text my nephew. I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And you know, are you back to work? And and did you get your PC so you could start, you know, playing video games on PC? He's like, "Nah, I just want to know what uh, the the PS Five is going to do, and if it's too much." Um, I'll just go and buy myself a, a computer so I could, you know, finally transition to PC. Then three days later, the PS5 comes out saying it's going to cost only 400 bucks. 
And then <laughs> that's when he texted me. He's like, I'm sticking to PS. So I was like, all right, cool. So sorry, man. Well, hopefully the game will come to PS5 eventually. Uh, we'll release to PS4 in early next year. And depending on how uh, that goes, I think it will probably be on PS5 eventually. Well, just uh, I just want to say, uh, Mr. Will, uh, I do have a PS4. So if you want to send uh, me a game, you know, you're welcome to. You know uh, where my I number is. I'll be able is. to hook you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, could, I could always put it on my videos, like I always do with the, with like different things. I just put what is it called? Sub, sub, uh, sub, uh, marketing. Like when you put uh, oh subliminal, subliminal marketing. That's what I always do. Like so, look <laughs> look for my videos. There's always something there that is kind of hidden to yeah. catch your just eye, flash up a frame, and then yeah, be like, good. oh wow. What's up guys, Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code DELAROCA to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. What do you think about the PS5, by, by the way? It looks snazzy, but I'm not really a console <laughs> person. I'm sorry, I don't know much about console stuff, but it does look cool. Uh, it, it all depends on the games, you know? Uh, I mean... It depends on what games and uh, some of the tech demos that I've seen for the new generation of games that are coming out. I mean, if that if they pull that off, then yeah, it's going to be something. <laughs> that was funny. Before I we mean, go, do you want to give any shout outs? Uh, yeah, just uh, obviously to my wife, who's amazing. Uh, we had a great day today. We decided to cycle off into the countryside um, and we weren't sure it was going to work. And I was convinced it was going to end up in a fight an argument about something uh, <laughs> but no we had a lovely time and the sun was out and it was very beautiful uh, so big love to her uh, obviously shout out to West uh, and all that and all the people who work on Iron Harvest and my colleagues and stuff shout you out guys to are him. really inspiring you, you guys are getting good work done the thing that we all want to know is like did you build that couch or not yes we got the couch uh, it's great um, I'm finally getting used to it, but the bed, I think I was talking about the bed last time and that was a disaster. <laughs> they sent us the box and then we were building it. Uh, five boxes is like 80 kilograms, oh. this thing. Uh, and they sent the wrong size. So the bed doesn't, the mattress doesn't fit the bed. So then we had to send it back again and they picked it up very promptly. And then the next day they delivered another one. And guess what? Oh. It was the same bed the same wrong size bed and now it's going to be they told me today that it's going to be uh, middle of october until they ah. able to get me the right bed and it's really annoying because we want that bed we've spent ages researching it and we know you know i don't want to start researching and looking for another bed you know <laughs> well i guess I, I cannot complain to you about the headphones that i bought thinking that i was going to be able to use them to record stuff and it turns out that gaming headphones you cannot hear yourself on the headphones which is no. the weirdest thing and that shows you how much of a gamer i am 
I decided to make <laughs> an investment because, by the way, um, I don't have money right now, even though I just bought a brand new Mac. But I am trying to build a little, uh, a little company that my old Mac doesn't allow me to even play music while recording at the same time. So I just did an investment and got a brand new Mac. It's coming on tomorrow, so I'm so happy. Cool. I also got a headphones because I didn't want this echo to come out anymore. But it turns out that the mic on the headphones, I cannot hear myself. So how am I supposed to know if I sound good or not with those headphones? Anyway. Trust yourself. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Andy. I hope he's yep. feeling better. Uh, we're here yep, for we'll him. If anything, he needs it. Uh, just for him to remember that we're his friends. And we had to text him that because he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear Will talking about his bed. <laughs> Can't say I blame him. He's got better things to deal with. Before we go, uh, if anybody wants to be a sponsor for this podcast, all you gotta do is send me an email hello at josedadarroca.com. Hello at josedadarroca.com. We're trying to build a little community, a little business around here. So any help that you guys could do will be highly appreciated. And help means just subscribing to my YouTube channel, liking my videos. Uh, going to my Instagram at Mr. Roca and follow me. All those little details are fine. You could also buy my books and you could also go and say hi to my affiliates. Any little thing helps. Until next time. Send us an email. Send us an email. Yeah, you know, and the same email. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear what you think about whatever shit we've been talking about. We want to hear how bad Will has done this past year. Until next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and you have been listening to dad without a dad wow so you really hate andy huh yeah